the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 14th of November, let's begin with updates from the city. Former Karnataka Chief Minister H.T. Kumaraswamy criticized the Congress ahead of the November Assembly elections, asserting that the party's touted guarantees in Karnataka had failed. Kumaraswamy accused the Congress of misusing funds meant for citizens, alleging the failure of guarantee schemes. He also claimed that the Congress government withheld monetary benefits to farmers and highlighted discrepancies in power distribution. In other headlines, B.Y. Vijendra, son of former Karnataka CM B.S. Yadiyurappa, was appointed as the state president of the BJP. Former Deputy Chief Minister K.S. Ishwarappa praised the decision, emphasizing the party's commitment to collective leadership. Ishwarappa expressed confidence in winning more seats in the upcoming 2024 Lok Sabha elections. Vijendra affirmed his dedication to unity within the party, emphasizing the BJP's strength amid perceived divisions in the Congress. In some more news, the Karnataka government unveiled plans for a KHIR, Knowledge, Health, Innovation and Research City in Bengaluru, anticipating a 40,000 crore rupees investment across all sectors and the creation of 80,000 jobs. Industries Minister M.B. Patil highlighted the state's favourable economic climate and infrastructure for diverse industries. The KHIR city's location near Bengaluru, close to the international airport, is yet to be finalised. Karnataka IT Minister Priyank Karge emphasised the project's potential to enhance Bengaluru's global standing. Up next, Karnataka is set to launch the Gruha Arogya scheme, offering door-to-door screening and testing for non-communicable diseases for individuals aged 30 and above. Pending Cabinet approval, the initiative funded by the National Health Mission aims to commence the first phase in January, covering eight districts. Teams, including a community health officer, ASHA workers and primary healthcare officers will screen for conditions like hypertension and diabetes. Detected cases will be referred for further treatment. Now on to other news. The BMRCL has introduced a QR group ticketing system for Nama Metro passengers, aiming to streamline the ticketing process and reduce queues. The service, commencing on November 16th, allows groups of up to six travellers to purchase mobile QR tickets, providing a 5% discount on token fares. Passengers can scan a single QR ticket for each group member at Metro gates. BMRCL encourages booking to enhance convenience and avoid ticket counter queues. Moving on, the BBMP has received a rupee 675 crore second instalment from the state government to settle bills related to the CM's Nava Nagarotana program. Despite ongoing investigations into works totaling rupees 8,200 crores sanctioned by the government before assembly polls, pressure from contractors led to the release of 75% of bills. The BBMP owes contractors rupees 2,150 crores, with the government allocating funds to address pending payments and rupees 100 crores specifically for the BSWML. Meanwhile, the annual bird migration in Karnataka, disrupted by excess rainfall in the past three years, is making a comeback, with winter roosting sites witnessing increased bird sightings. The southern and coastal regions report regular visits from migratory birds, while the north sees a decline. Karnataka, as part of the Central Asia Flyway, attracts various species like raptors, ducks and sandpipers from Europe and the Arctic. Bird watchers note early arrivals, possibly due to scanty rainfall. On a different note, the Archaeological Survey of India has issued a note to Karnataka's endowment department for allegedly drilling a historic pillar at Hampi's Virupaksha Temple, a UNESCO World Heritage Site. The drilling, reportedly done during a Karnataka Rajutsava event, aimed to tie a flag. 
The ASI accused the government of not seeking permission for this action, a violation of the AMASR Act. The Virupaksha Temple, part of the Hampi Monuments, holds historical significance from the Vijayanagara Empire. National News Moving on to the national news. In the recent Mizoram Assembly election, female voter turnout surpassed that of males, with 81.25% of women casting their votes, compared to 80.04% of men. The overall voter turnout in the state was 80.66%, with 11 districts showing varying percentages. Sarchip district recorded the highest at 84.78%. The Mizo National Front, led by Chief Minister Zoram Tanga, faces competition from a six-party alliance and the Congress in its bid to retain power. Meanwhile, urgent rescue efforts are underway at the Silkiara Tunnel on the Uttarkashi Yamnotri Road, where a section collapsed, trapping approximately 40 labourers. State Disaster Response Force and police revenue teams are using excavators to clear debris, with communication established with the trapped workers. Oxygen is being pumped into the tunnel through a water pipe. The tunnel is part of the Chardham All-Weather Road project. Authorities initially reported 36 trapped labourers but later confirmed the number as 40. In more news, Delhi woke up to thick haze post-Diwali, violating the firecracker ban and pushing the air quality index to 420, categorised as hazardous by IQ Air. Kolkata and Mumbai also faced deteriorating air quality, ranking 4th and 8th globally. Kolkata breached the 250 mark on the AQI, while Mumbai's AQI dropped to 234, labelled as poor. Despite the Supreme Court's November 7th ban on specific firecrackers, Delhi NCR Kolkata and Mumbai witnessed severe air pollution. Shifting our focus, the Indian Navy plans to introduce ergonomically designed overalls for women in the personnel below the officer rank cadre, considering their increasing numbers on warships. Seeking feedback from different commands, the Navy aims to standardize uniforms for all officers and sailors. The new fire retardant overalls prioritize comfort for women in a quick-tempo environment, addressing physiological needs. The Navy is the first service to induct women in the PBOR cadre across all streams. In a general weather update for the country, Chandigarh experienced a significant temperature drop, with the maximum temperature decreasing from 29.5 degrees Celsius to 18.5 degrees Celsius. This day temperature was 10 degrees below the seasonal norm, the lowest for the season. Before the rain, the temperature was 23.5 degrees Celsius, 5 degrees below normal, dropping further to 18.5 degrees Celsius after the rain began. Despite modest rainfall, November 2023 has become the wettest since 2020 in Chandigarh. International news. Turning our attention to international news, new evidence including maps, drawings and weapons indicates that Hamas intended to launch larger-scale strikes into Israel territory on October 7th. The goal was to provoke an overwhelming Israeli response, escalating the conflict in the Middle East. Hamas militants were prepared to penetrate deeper into Israel up to the eastern border near the West Bank targeting larger cities after the initial attack success. In ongoing news, Icelandic authorities have successfully evacuated 3,000 residents from a southwestern town due to concerns about a potential volcanic eruption. The Icelandic Meteorological Office warned of a considerable risk on the Rake Jains Peninsula, citing significant underground magma movement. The evacuation ordered by Iceland's Civil Protection Agency for Grindavik Town aims to address the immediate threat. The Rake Jains region, known for volcanic activity, recently experienced seismic activity. 
In a recent development, during a climate protest in Amsterdam, a man briefly disrupted Greta Thunberg's speech after she invited a Palestinian and an Afghan woman on stage. Thunberg emphasized the importance of international solidarity in the climate justice movement. The man expressing disapproval interrupted, stating, I have come here for a climate demonstration, not a political view. Thunberg continued her speech and the event proceeded, with tens of thousands demanding climate action ahead of the Dutch elections. In some other news, scientists are investigating why Kalia Pond at the Kalia Pond National Wildlife Refuge in Maui, Hawaii turned pink recently. The algae bloom has been ruled out and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is exploring if halo bacteria thriving in high salt conditions is the cause. Despite facing drought conditions, the pond had never turned pink in the past. Tourists have been cautioned not to drink or consume fish from the pond. Business News Let's now look at some business stories. Representatives of three major distributor and dealer groups in India covering FMCG, automobile and mobile phone sectors are seeking legal protection for around 30 million dealers and distributors facing one-sided terms and conditions imposed by companies. These groups are pushing for new laws and policies to safeguard their interests as existing laws don't compensate distributors and dealers when companies abruptly terminate associations. They aim to address concerns in 18 sectors including pharmaceuticals and electronics. In more business news, Karan Adani of India's Adani Group announced a $553 million US government financing deal for a port terminal, marking a recovery from short-seller attacks and corporate fraud allegations. Seen as a strategic move, the deal aids India in countering China's maritime influence in the Indian Ocean. Adani Ports is now eyeing opportunities in neighbouring countries including Bangladesh, East Africa and Southeast Asia. Next up, in some tech news, Facebook and Instagram now allow users to make purchases on Amazon without leaving the social networking apps. The new partnership between Meta and Amazon enables a closed-loop shopping experience, allowing users to choose and buy products on Facebook or Instagram, completing the entire checkout process. Users need to link their Amazon, Facebook and Instagram accounts for this seamless experience. The feature is currently available to Amazon customers in the United States. Moving on, ONGC set to begin oil production from its long-delayed Cluster 2 project in the Krishna Godavari Basin this month. The flagship deep-sea project aims to reverse years of output decline. The floating production unit, Armada Sterling 5, is preparing to receive the first oil. Initial production is estimated at 8,000 to 9,000 barrels per day, gradually increasing from four wells initially to eventually connecting 13 wells. In market news for today, 1,705 stocks on the BSC witnessed an increase, while 2,093 stocks experienced a decline, 144 stocks maintained their previous status. The Indian market witnessed a decline with all sectors, including major players like finance, IT and bank sectors trading in negative territory. Meanwhile, Asian markets displayed a mixed performance as traders remained cautious ahead of crucial U.S. inflation data later in the week. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. In the upcoming episode of Coffee with Karan Season 8, actors Alia Bhatt and Kareena Kapoor reveal amusing moments. Karan Johar teases Kareena and Alia calls the show controversial with a K. The duo discusses their family dynamics with Kareena clarifying she's not anyone's bhabi. Karan hints at Kareena's history with Amisha Patel, to which Kareena responds by playfully ignoring him. New episodes stream every Thursday on Disney Plus Hotstar. In news from Hollywood, Ray Fiennes and John Lithgow are set to star in the thriller Conclave, directed by Edward Berger. Focus Features has acquired the distribution rights for the US. Based on Robert Harris's novel, the film explores the secretive papal conclave for electing a new pope. 
finds players Cardinal Lawrence tasked with overseeing the conclave, navigating ambitious rival factions and uncovering a departed Pope's hidden secret. The cast includes Stanley Tucci, Isabella Rossellini and others. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the eagerly anticipated teaser for the Rajnikan starer Lal Salam has been released. Directed by Ashwarya Rajnikan, the sports action drama showcases Rajnikan's extended cameo. The teaser features a tense cricket match described as more than just a game but a war. Rajnikan's character Moideen Bhai makes a grand entry and confronts adversaries. The film also stars Vishnu Vishal and Vikrant. Lal Salam is scheduled for a theatrical release in January 2024. Spooler Sports in sports news in India's home World Cup league match, skipper Rohit Sharma achieved a rare feat by amassing 500 plus runs for the second consecutive edition, a historic accomplishment. While his 50 against the Netherlands marked this milestone, the highlight was Rohit, for the first time in 11 years, taking an ODI wicket at Bengaluru's M. Chinnaswamy Stadium. The only other skipper to have achieved this feat was the legendary Kapil Dev in 1983. In more sports updates, Novak Djokovic secured the year-end number one ranking for a record-extending eighth time after defeating Holger Rune at the ATP Finals. Djokovic's emotional win 7-6-4-6-7-1-6-3 over three hours maintained his top spot. The victory, coupled with a 19-match winning streak, highlighted Djokovic's dominance. Achieving 400 weeks at number one, Djokovic eyes a record seventh ATP Finals title, considering it a bonus after reaching his primary goal. Wrapping up sports news, Robert Lewandowski led Barcelona to a 2-1 victory against Alaves, securing a comeback in La Liga. Despite Alaves taking an early lead, Lewandowski's header in the 53rd minute and a penalty kick in the 78th minute propelled Barcelona to win. The Catalan club remains within two points of second-place Real Madrid and four points behind league leader Girona. Coach Zavi looks to regroup during the international break after recent challenges. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for an extraordinary musical event featuring popular singer-songwriter Ronan Keating, performing live in concert at the Bharatiya Mall, Tanisandra Main Road, on the 18th of November at 4pm. Catch Ace comic Pritish Narula as he headlines his latest stand-up special, Piche Kya Bachta Hai, performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 18th of November at 7.30pm. Join a beginner's art class with a guided painting workshop and enjoy a relaxing session at the Paint Bar Sadashiv Nagar on the 19th of November at 4pm. Interested in a filmmaking class? Here's something for you. Join a beginner's class with the exclusive Creative Movie Direction Workshop, conducted by ACE experts happening at Maya Jayanagar on the 18th of November at 12pm. You can also catch the insanely funny Leroy Matthew in his latest outing, Natal Evdia, performing live at the Comedy Garage, Whitefield, on the 18th of November at 7.30pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. Bengaluru can expect predominantly cloudy weather conditions with a daytime high of 23 degrees Celsius and a pleasant nighttime low of 18 degrees Celsius. No rainfall is expected. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app 
and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast.